and rests on Christ. You have faith when you have a taste for the excellence and the beauty of God's truth and when you joyfully embrace it and accept it. That's what true faith is. And what is love? God tells us what love is. Love isn't some kind of vague thing. Romans 13.10 says, Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. Galatians 5.14, For the whole law is fulfilled in one word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So faith is accepting and embracing and absolutely trusting the promises of God and love is following and observing and obeying the commands of God. So the main point of Galatians 5.6 is that obedience flows from faith. Obeying God is always the result of trusting God. Now the question that we always think of when we hear that is how? How does that work? How does faith work to produce love? Is it something that just happens? Or is there something that I must do to have a growing obedience that flows from a growing faith? How does faith work in order to produce obedience? In practical terms, we're going to talk more about this in weeks to come as as Pastor Bailey moves through Galatians 5. But in practical terms, the answer is that in order for faith to be working through love, in order for your trust in God to flow out into obedience to God, You must, by the power of the Holy Spirit, use God's promises in order to obey God's commands. And I want to point you to this one verse in the Old Testament that illustrates that so clearly for us, Isaiah 41.10. God says in Isaiah 41.10, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You look at this verse and you see it's made up of different parts. It's made up of commands and promises. There are two commands and five promises that support the commands. The two commands are fear not and be not dismayed. God commands you not to be afraid. He commands you not to give in to despair and distress and worry and anxiety. Now think about that. Because God is doing something here that we naturally tend to recoil against. Number one, he's commanding us, and we don't like to be commanded, no matter what the commands are. Number two, he's commanding us to change our feelings. God is actually commanding us not to be afraid. Now, how do you respond to that? Most of us would probably respond by thinking, wait a minute, how can, how can God command me to feel one way and not another? How can I control my feelings? How can I control and change my emotions? This is just a natural result. This is just some kind of chemical reaction. I can't stop being afraid. How am I supposed to obey a command to change the way I feel? Now, we don't have time to go into all the dozens and dozens and dozens of places where God over and over and over again commands you to change the way you feel. He does it over and over again. Just take this one command to fear not. This isn't a fluke in Isaiah 41.10. God commands us over and over again in His Word to not be afraid. Take the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 35, 4. Say to those who have an anxious heart, Be strong, fear not. Isaiah 41, 13 and 14. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, Fear not. Fear not, you worm Jacob, you you men of Israel. Over and over and over again. Eleven times in the book of Isaiah alone, God commands us not to be afraid. Jesus does the same thing over and over again. Fear not, little flock. 
for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Does God command us to feel one way and not another? You better believe He does. Over and over and over again, He does. He commands us not to be afraid. But God is so kind. He's so kind to weak, fearful people like us that He doesn't just stand off in heaven and hurl commands at us. At us. He stoops down and He gives reasons not to be afraid. And He gives promises that if you will believe them, they will enable you to obey this command not to be afraid. Look at these promises in this one verse. He says, fear not. Why? <clears throat> For I am with you. Be not dismayed. Why? For I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. <clears throat> Listen, you can obey God's command to fear not. You can face all of the uncertainties and all of the disappointments and all of the trials of your life with confidence and peace and joy because <clears throat> God has promised to be with you. God has promised to be your God. God has promised to strengthen you and to help you and to uphold you with His strong hand. So when God commands you not to be afraid, not to be dismayed, He does not expect you to obey these things on your own. With His command, He gives promises. And you use the promises in order to obey the commands. The key to obeying these commands, the key to overcoming your fears, is to rest on this unshakable foundation of the promises of God. And not just to rest on them, but to use them. This is how faith works through love. You wield these promises like a sword against your unbelief. When God commands you to be free from fear, when your children grow up and are leaving for college or getting about to get married, when, when you meet your roommate for the first time, you don't know what he's going to be like, you don't know what she's going to be like, when you go to the doctor for that dreaded test, when you put your money in the offering plate, when we, when we talk about building this building and breaking ground across the road, whatever it is, what is it that grips you with fear, whatever it is that keeps you up at night and fills you with fear, when God calls you to have peace in the face of all of those different kinds of difficult circumstances, He does not leave you powerless to obey. He gives you His rich and precious promises. So use them. In the moment of your fear, use His promises in order to obey His command. Let your faith work through love. Now, God is very kind to us because He doesn't just give you promises to believe. Along with His promises, He gives you Himself. It's one thing for a weak, dishonest, impotent man to give you promises. It's something entirely different when the Lord God Almighty gives you promises. And we're not going to take the time. But if you look in Isaiah 41, you will see the kind of God who makes promises to you. He is the righteous judge. He is the ruler of all rulers. He is the eternal creator. He is the sovereign, gracious savior. It is that God who says to you, Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. 
I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So what do we do? Whatever you face, whatever you are facing, whatever you're facing now, whatever you will face in the coming months and years, in the coming lifetime in this world, God is with you. He is by your side. God is your God. He is over you, ruling you, commanding you, providing for you. He is he will strengthen you. He is inside you. He will help you. He was all around you protect, to protect you. He will uphold you. He's underneath you. Therefore, do not fear. Do not be dismayed. Hope in God. Trust in God. Take refuge in God. Worship this great and glorious and magnificent and good God. Because the Lord is your God if you will trust Him. And He has given you His Word. Now use His promises to obey His commands. Grab a hold of the hilt of this sharp sword, this sharper, this sword that is sharper than any double-edged sword. Grab hold of this sword and wield these promises against your fear and your unbelief. Wield it against the lies of, of the devil. Wield it against your own hardness and coldness of heart. Let your love for God be fueled and motivated and enabled by your faith in the promises and character of God. Or are you going to continue in your hardness of heart and your pride and your unbelief and your coldness? Do you really think that you will be able to love God and love your neighbor as long as you keep on doubting everything that God has said to you? Do you really think that you'll be able to love and obey God if you don't believe that He is good? Do you really think that you'll ever be able to be kind and compassionate and tender-hearted and forgiving as long as you don't really believe that God is kind and compassionate and tender-hearted and forgiving? Do you really think you'll be able to obey God without embracing His promises? You can't. The true and living God is able and willing to rescue you from your blindness and from your sin. If you will humble yourself and come to Him in faith through His Son, through Jesus Christ, who stands crucified for you, if you will embrace Him and cast yourself on Him alone. Use His promises to obey His commands. Let's pray and ask God to help us.